Welcome back to the Comprehensive Beatdown, episode 63. I am Loggy Bonilla. I am Silent G. And uh, what is going on? Uh, hey, young world, as uh, Slick Rick would say. Welcome back. <laughs> Another week. Um, pretty special week this week. Um, man, I'm glad you played this song. Yeah. This is a new album that just came out last week. Uh, Michael Kiwanuka, um, Love and Hate. Really good album. Danger Mouse did a lot musically on this album. Okay. Um, and you can kind of tell it's different from Michael's previous record, um, which was a lot, was really soulful, mm-hmm. but like traditionally soulful. Right. This album has some, some upbeat to it, some... Some uh, chutzpah, chutzpah, maybe. Nice, but no. Um, really, it, it has a little bit, um, a little bit more modern feel. But it's really, it's really good, man. I love this album. You have uh, previewed it. Um, really dug this track. It's buried deep in the Spotify list, so I haven't gotten to the whole thing yet. Yeah. But uh, this is called uh, "Black Man in a White World." I yeah. thought it was pretty. Uh, uh, have you seen the video for it? I have not. The video's um, pretty cool. It's been out for about a month now. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty apropos for what's been going on in the country now and uh, really considering the album that we're playing today for you guys. Certainly. Um, so what we're going to be doing today for our album is by a good friend of ours. We've done tracks of his before, yeah. a guy named Marcel P. Black from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, originally from Oklahoma. Um, his, his new track, or his new album called Cry Freedom comes yeah. out uh, whatever Friday is. It what, comes July out 22nd. the 22nd. Yeah, uh, which is when you'll be hearing this, um, when you'll uh, we'll have this posted up for you. So... We'll talk about more as we go with this. Uh, Marcel uh, kind of considers Jackson his second home, and he's doing a release show here uh, the and 29th. 30th. 30th, yeah, the 30th um, at Offbeat, and we're sponsoring that show, so we'll talk more about that we as are. well. So um, this album this week is by a good friend of ours. It's um, also a show we're sponsoring, so our journalistic credibility is out the window. <laughs> um, but you know, that's what we're here to do. Uh, we'll also hey, be, if I can't if I can't give shine to my friends, then who the hell can I give shine? Oh right, to, right? that's uh, a big part of what we try to do around Absolutely. here. So uh, also, they can't tell us how to run our podcast. No, we wouldn't listen anyway. Yeah. Um, also, we're going to listen to a couple songs from the classic UGK album, Riding Dirty, uh, which is 20 years old yeah. here in about 11 days, I think. Yep. And then we have one more track by another friend um, with a guy named Savvy. We did his did his new album before. Yeah, and he's got, yeah. he's going to be at the performing at the Marcel yeah, he'll be at the show. Marcel show opening up. Totally. So, yeah, uh, let's um, get into it. Let's do it. We'll kind of let this finish out. Oh, as this finishes out, remember uh, all the places to check us out on Twitter at Comp Beatdown and Conference of Beatdown on Facebook, Conference of Beatdown at Gmail, SatchelPlayer.com, iTunes, Dope Media Network, Key to Lock. I think that's it. Pretty sure that's it. Yeah. You got it all. Um, Good job. And later on, in another week or so, we will post up 
the uh, live podcast that we did at uh, Fondren's first Thursday. Hell um, yeah. A couple weeks ago. My by the time you hear this. Hell yeah. All right, so here we go into Cry Freedom from Marcel P. Black. Yo, Grand Union Media released this. So this is called Negroes with Guns. Yep. The entire album is produced by uh, Joe on the Track from uh, Real Prophet Entertainment. So, Vlog, you've listened to this um, as usual, held out until today. Marcel's always solid. Um, not to say that he's derivative, but you know in general what you're going to get. But you said yeah. this is, you felt this is one of his strongest projects oh, yeah. ever. I, yeah, I feel like this is probably his most cohesive and well thought out project. Okay. And not to say that anything before wasn't, but as you listen to this, this is very well orchestrated. Right. Um, from the sound to the samples to the 10 tracks that he included on it to just little intricacies throughout the whole album to the guest spots and everything right it was real well really well thought out really well put together i think and um i really enjoyed it i only listened to it one time all the way through but um i was i was really impressed with it yeah marcel's known for putting out a lot of projects um he works hard and what he records he likes to get out there for people to hear the last time we had him here for the show was that back in march or april or may whenever that hip-hop show was that we did Um, we talked about this album a lot because this felt like or what from what he was telling me this took a lot of work to get out there was um, a lot of uh um, hold-ups on a few things and stuff like that so i could tell even then that he put a lot of thought into this so i'm glad to hear that it's uh, i think it paid off the strongest work ever that's awesome all right so let's see if i can get this oh almost got it all right so this is number two stare and whisper featuring isaac jarvis jr I just think we should note that we're recording an early morning episode we are. again, um, and we're both like drinking it. smoothies yeah. instead of beer, <laughs> uh, so you can tell that we're another early morning episode. Things are just afoot today. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I like when I'm not working in the summer and we can do this kind of stuff at 11 yeah. in the morning. That's nice. As we both take a pull off That's of our great. smoothie kings. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Lemon Twist Strawberry Smoothie. That's Pretty my good. first time with the Yeah, it's good. It's fucking yeah. refreshing. I always just do the banana boat. The banana boat. You can give her a ride on the old banana boat every now and again. hey There you go. This album sounds really good in the car, too. I bet. And that's big with me. Yeah, that's usually uh, where I judge it. 
I know the, the system in my Volvo isn't banging or anything, but I got it tweaked exactly like how I like it to yeah. sound right there in the driver's seat. So, yeah, that's a huge thing. It's that and then uh, earbuds. Those are my top two. Yeah. Man, I got some of those wireless uh, Beats by Dre earbuds. Really? They're pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, they work yeah. on Bluetooth? Yeah, they're Bluetooth. I just, I don't like Bluetooth stuff that much because it just sucks my battery life down when yeah. I get stuff hooked up. That's my only well, complaint The only thing it. I hook up to it, I mean, I just use my iPod, you know, yeah. and I just, mm-hmm. that's all I use it for. Normally it stays plugged in, so. Right. I love my little, like, $15 uh, Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. It's like little pop-up pod kind of thing. Yeah. That thing is badass. Did it serve you well at the beach? Oh, yeah. Um, that's mainly where we use it. And uh, you can just leave it leave it in the beach bag with the phone in the bag, and you yeah. can hear it. Yeah. It's great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Brilliant. They say those new iPhones might not have a uh, headphone jack. They're talking yeah, about how they're, they're going to be yeah. that Cause light. Because they, they, they want that space. They want to yeah. make it thinner. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest part of an iPhone now is the headphone jack. Definitely. I don't think I'm ready for that. not quite ready for that. I wasn't ready for them to take away Walkman, but look what they did to me. I know. And you know what? I'll say Discmans were never the same. Than a Walkman? Yeah, it just wasn't the same. The, my issue with them was that if you actually wanted to do anything with them, they're going to skip constantly. Because CDs aren't really made to, like, move around, you know, maybe other than Well, and then car. Sony made those. You know, Sony did the one where it was supposed to be rough and you could kind of take it yeah. and shake it and everything. But they were so bulky. Oh, yeah. I mean, tape tape players were that. Walkman were where, where it was at. Man. Right. I miss Walkman. I love the Discman uh, when I first started driving for the car. When you had the little tape adapter and stuff. Yeah. Love that. All right, so this is uh, Stare and Whisper finishing, finishing out. So this is Boss featuring Tef Poe. We've done this song before when it first yeah. came out. Yeah, he, he let me uh, debut this on the website. So oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah, I think we did it on the podcast that week. He was, I think we said it, he was so happy about this song. To get Tef yeah. on the track, yeah. And now, you know, they recorded this a while back, but, you know, Tef Poe is heavily involved in Ferguson, yeah. St. Louis. And now it's the connection seems even more poignant considering yeah. it's the St. Louis uh, Baton Rouge connection. Yeah. Of course, you know, they had no way of knowing that when they recorded it, but now when it comes out Friday, that's a pretty yeah. uh, serious connection there, I would say. And there's a video for this to check that yeah. out. Guy body for the hard body, all black music. The anthem to the women, welcome to 
I think I'm punchy Carter. I went from Marsa to Finnegan, like the former slouching. And I ain't wearing back no blanket, you gon' see me flossing. Spread them all about my paper, you gon' see me bossing. Uh, but no, I ain't Rose. Never drove a Maybach, but I'm self-made. Never been a correctional thug, but the head nigga in charge now hollers, oh lord, I'm a boss. <laughs> up, I got my niggas got with me. I got some rich rolling 90s and some sickness yeah, with me. No set tripping, got some Hoover Lopes gripping with me. Families and five rooms at my pictures with me. Yeah, a trick, I think I'm George Jackson. I lead a faction, the street niggas about the action. Military minded, trained to put your lights out. Picture of a million of the standing at the White House. Dressing all black, not full of toes in the out, got tats in the thing. I say they got my back, ripping the snap, mind in the house, they strapped. Ain't afraid of the white folks. Did you ever see the movie? The movie that they took the theme song from? I think we talked about that the last time, and I meant to watch it, and I have not. I have it somewhere, I'll let you borrow it if you ever watch it. I'm pretty well versed on those, there's ones that I miss every now and then. Oh, this one's. It kind of, it came out in the mid-70s, I'm going to say 74, 75, and um, it gets missed a lot. Yeah. Um, Fred Williamson. Fred Williamson re- directed and wrote it, I think. So, um, and starred in it. He was, you know, leading role in it. The Triple Threat. The triple threat. There's Tepco. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with Tepco, check him out. I got lawyer fees, freestyles don't pay that shit. They wanna kill us all, I ain't afraid to say that shit. I be writing at the same speed that that nigga pop wrote at. Beat the shit out of a pig with a baseball bat. Feature the mind of a soldier. At the table next to Farrakhan, while I smell like Doja. From Baton Rouge to St. Louis, they gon' do it for me. I said a prayer, but the church didn't do it for me. I'm P.O.E., I feel like Machiavelli on the cross. The oh, there's Bob Dole. They had to lift him up. Dude. It's not like you'd expect him to look good right now, but I was shocked when they went to him on TV last night. I thought they had brought Strom Thurmond back from the dead. I mean, it's essentially the same goddamn thing. Yeah. On Facebook, I said that uh, in order to get him there, they had to trick him into thinking they were going to the Country Kitchen Buffet at 3.30 for dinner. And somebody else said uh, they just told him he could touch Melina's ass. I was like, with the good hand. <laughs> I don't feel bad making fun of Bob Dole. Fuck that guy. Uh, nobody feels bad. Nobody at all. Yeah. I was just waiting for somebody to be like, don't be that like that. It's like, fuck Bob Dole. Fuck you, Bob Dole. I'm going on the record today. This is uh, My Mind featuring uh, Kamikaze. Mr. Franklin. 
Mr. Franklin, a.k.a. Kamikaze of the Crooked Letters, as it is properly uh, credited on the song. Right. Yeah, this is excellent. I have not heard this song. He's got some good guests on this album. Yeah. Child coming up later. Fizz Child and Alfred Banks. The Ill Relatives are on it. Superstition. Yeah, Truth. Superstition. Shout out to Alfred Banks. Uh, he had a birthday yesterday. Oh, yeah. They'll be here, what, in early September on their tour, yeah. him and Marco. Yeah. Oh, don't understand the name of Naked Siri, yeah. That's a good pull. I like that. That is a really good pull. That uh, actually works really perfectly. Yeah. I like that. There is Kamikaze. But all the rappers chose to sleep in. Ain't satisfied ah. until them white folks peek in. Six in the morning, get your back toes beat in. Quit trying to tell me about some pressure. It's pistols on my dresser. Park your life has been sequestered. I like how they recorded Kamikaze for this. I like yeah. the yeah. on his voice. Are great. Are too short to box a guard. Let me he sounds like 10 years younger. It's really good. It's really good job. Not that he sounds old. Shout out to Kamikaze. Good friend. But he sounds a little younger on this It's a good verse, too. Very good. I dig it. Rappers gonna rap. Rabbity, rabbity, rabbity. They don't take it serious. I think it's great that um, Marcel talks about the, the street gangs and stuff because people don't really understand how big of an influence when a lot of those people fled the West Coast, LA in particular, and went out to the Midwest, like Oklahoma, St. Louis, Arkansas. How, how big that influence was on right. those communities, yeah. you know? Um, All the way down here in the south, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, trick, it just it yeah. tr- trickled down. I mean, people had family, and, you know, they fled L.A. because of what was happening and 
you know, the no-knock policies and all this stuff happening in the neighborhoods. But, you know, I mean, everybody's got family in the South and everything. So, I mean, you know, all the way from basically Minnesota all the way down to the, down, down here, or you can say down to Baton Rouge, you know. Uh, that was all, you know, it was all people moving into those cities and everything. And yeah. This is Jigga City Blues. This is Featuring the Hill Relatives. Another thing with the street gang thing is I think that gets missed over a lot in just the general history of hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, going back to New York in the 70s, you had the remnants of Black Panthers and then yeah. the new street gangs. Because uh, the street gangs, you know, they all formed when people like got driven out of Manhattan into the Bronx. Into the Bronx. So, like, yeah. ethnic groups kind of like solidified. There's yeah. like, you know, Irish street gangs and then like Jamaican yeah. street gangs or whatever it was. Um, but like the remnants of Black Panthers were pulling kids one way, the street gangs were pulling them another way. Yeah. And I hate to even say his name considering, but that's where Africa Bambata was so genius because he was able to kind of merge the two concepts into yeah. the Zulu Nation. Because he, I mean, they were preaching Black Panther stuff, but he was out there recruiting like gang kids. And yeah, stuff. if like, you, but if I, you then, watch, but I just uh, hate to. Have you watched Rumble Kings yet? Oh, yeah. Um, they touch on. They don't touch on that, but you can kind of patch it together if you understand, like, the history of yeah. hip-hop and everything. And, um, yeah, it's because they're so deep-rooted in one of are there. I mean, hip-hop's so deep-rooted in that, you know, just because of that, oh, that yeah. culture. So, I mean... But that, you, that speaks to the social issues of the sure, time and stuff yeah. like that. But, um... Check out that um, uh, Rumble Kings if you haven't seen that. It's on um, Showtime and Netflix now. Yeah. You can I think watch it's still it, on so. Netflix. That's good um, stuff. Yeah, it's a really good documentary. Very well stylized, too. Oh, I really absolutely. like the way yeah. they uh, And if you want some history on street gangs, it's hard to find, but uh, Bones, who is a well-known blood, he's actually from two different sets in L.A., which is kind of unheard of. Um, he, was, uh, he was a guy in Training Day. He yeah, says yeah. we put in our own work around here, homie. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like a real deal blood, right. and so part of part of Fuqua getting the um, ability to go in and shoot in those neighborhoods, because I mean he really did go into all those neighborhoods, right. the jungle and everything, and shoot. So Bones was kind of played as his like advocate, yeah. and um, so as a result. Uh, Antoine helped Bones shoot a documentary called Bastards of the Party, basically on the the evolution of street gangs in Los Angeles, like, you know, where they came from, where the, uh, you know, the police chief, I can't remember his name, way back in the day was bringing police officers from like Mississippi and Texas, Louisiana, in order to you know, deal with this growing black population that they had in in Los Angeles that was, you know, they were protecting the white people that were still left in Los Angeles. And then once they had all left, then, of course, it just became what it became. But, um, so it's a really good documentary because it really, and Bones was really involved in the gang crews back in the 90s and everything. And so, same game. Yeah, it all kind of, but anyway, it, it shows like the history and how they evolved from protective neighborhoods to fighting one another and all that. That's awesome. I've and, never um, seen that before. Yeah, it's it's hard to find. Um, yeah, I doubt it got a pretty wide release or anything. Yeah it's, yeah, it's really hard to find, but it's cool that, you know, that was kind of the thing to, you know, that's Alpha Quat, because when, 
when you realize where he shot the <laughs> shot training day, like, I mean... Somebody's got to get you in there. Those you know? places you can't go to. Right. That's like the one place in L.A. The jungle is the one place... I got. I had friends from Inglewood, and that was the one place they said you can't go ever. Right. Ever. You just don't... You don't do it. All right, this is Where I Stay featuring, featuring Substantial. Sir. He's released this song, too. But yeah, I so... I, um, I don't know. It was pretty cool. It's a good documentary, though. If you can find it, watch it. it. Used to be up on YouTube, but they took it down. Oh, goddamn you, YouTube. But yeah, it's out there. And it's great. It's a really good documentary. Yeah, here we go. That out. I don't think it's fair to say um, plagiarism accusations anymore. I mean, it's plagiarism. I mean, yeah. There's not yeah, an yeah, accusation yeah. here at all. That's like me accusing you of recording your podcast right, right now. now. It's not an accusation. <laughs> you are literally recording the podcast right now. Oh, man. I accuse Rufus of taking a nap. No. He's taking a nap. taking a nap. I pointed out that he's taking a nap. Right, I pointed out what is happening right here. So, waking up this morning to the quotes hashtag on, on man. Twitter, man. I want to see... Uh, um, Bill Clinton, like, his, I want him to now. Now that needs he needs to introduce Hillary, you know, at the uh, when she does hers at a Democratic yeah. convention. I want him to get up there and just like straight plagiarize the shit out of something. Remember that movie? Because uh, you know he might. He might. And fuck it, he's he should. Chill. He should plagiarize. Um, what's his name in Bullworth? Bullworth. Um, I thought about uh, that movie with Michael Douglas and the American President. Oh yeah, with an yeah. Ending, where he gets up at the end and does that like killer speech. Just do that word for word. Oh my God, that would be great. Or do the Charlie Chaplin speech from uh, the Great Dictator? Yeah. See, Bill can do whatever the fuck he wants. Bill should just get up there and do uh, Trump's wife speech. <laughs> That's what I would do. He could uh, redo his um, testimony in front of yeah. the grand jury. Uh, I love it. You just get up there and say, I did have sexual relations with that woman. You know what? It's 20 years later. I fucked her. That's it. Oh yeah, I remember this song. Peace, Marcel. What's good, King? No, I took a minute to get this to you. Substantial. But, uh, here we go. From a place a couple miles away from where they make the laws. Where they create the problems, but we take the fall. What's up in your wallet? They hand and take it all. Kill our people nonstop. This is why we hate the law. And you don't need a record.
second they get beat or disrespected just know you about to catch it if these cowards make the call and if you still a skeptic then it's likely you ain't I, I just can't get over this word accusation that's really uh, fucking me up right now Maybe they rather own it than own it. So at this moment, I write. I pray a peace choke on a donut tonight. Kill a father's brothers, mother's sons, sister, and our daughters. Even burn our churches, but then peace is what they call for. Only after the slaughter and robbing us of our wealth, land, and culture. Pig, you got some nerve calling us monsters. What you talking about, villain? Good verse there from Substantial. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, go check out, what was his first album called? Um, uh, 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 to this union, the son was born. Go check that out. Check out Substantial. Hails from, uh, Maryland by way of Virginia, I think. So here we are at number seven, Walking in the Rain. This is Fifth Child. Is this the one with Alfred Banks? Yeah, featuring yeah. Fifth Child and Alfred Banks. I really like this song, in spite of its many faults. Ah! I'd say there's at least five. One, two, three, four, five, There's Mr. Fifth. Very good friend of the podcast. I love him. Yeah, we love you. Fifth child. That's a great beat. Perfect for this. A lot of layers to this beat. Yeah. I really dig it though. These guys work well together. Year 2014. That date is so important to me. That's the day my brother left this earth. I wonder why would he, why'd he put me through that hurt? I realized then it had nothing to do with me. He couldn't live right, he was suffering mentally. Messing up who he was and who he wanted to be. So instead of battling daily, it's better to go to sleep. Instead of just looking crazy while steady roaming the streets. Since he's no longer here, I just hope his focus is me. Help me get to that place that I know I'm supposed to be. Until we meet again and I'm holding him close to me. That simple inspiration is why I'm roasting this beat. And once you hear what I'm saying, your fingers is on repeat. It's strictly for Atlantis, cause now I know that's the key. Until we meet again and I'm yelling, I'll rest in peace. I think Alfred Banks is on a tear this past yeah, like, calendar is. year. Definitely check him out. And happy birthday. <laughs> Related. When I was younger, used to want to be a black martyr. Now as a papa, I just want to be a grandfather. Used to idolize awesome. dying on the yep. front line. But if I ain't around, who gon' protect mine? Growing older, my priorities change. Had to switch it up. No longer living the same. Now it's family 
One of my favorite songs so far. Yeah, I like that. Yo, this is grown man music. Nothing more, nothing less. Yo, when my Right, this is In My Life featuring Superstition. And I'm not going to say anything about the sample, but y'all know what it is. He said, ouchie Who should blink first, Ryan Fitzpatrick or the Jets? What the fuck is going on with this? I, I heard about, like, kept hearing about it yesterday. Apparently, he, he won't talk to Brandon Jennings or something. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. Basketball. Yeah. Won't talk to him or something. I don't know. That's all I'm talking about on the Sports Center. I have no idea what's going on. They should uh, let Brandon Marshall go back and play for the uh, Bears. Yeah. See what he thinks about that. Right. At least Fitzpatrick will get the ball close to you. Yeah. He looks the Broncos. Never said I was nothing I'm not. Just everyday nigga out here trying to make a living. Von Miller got his money. Yeah. He deserves it. He won that Super Bowl. Pretty much. I mean, you got people complaining about the 70 million guarantee, but they already showed that the Broncos are in great shape for the cap next year. I mean, they don't have a quarterback to pay this year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. And, you know, it's funny, like, who knows who their quarterback's going to be, but it doesn't matter. Kibo could have been their quarterback last year, and they still would have won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Peyton yeah. didn't do shit. That, that defense was unstoppable. Yeah. Elway knows he's probably got at least, what, two years of that left? And yeah. then make and another then, run. At, then, he'll, then he'll go get a quarterback one day. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty envious position in the NFL to not need a quarterback, basically, you know. We're talking like I mean, well, the Ravens the, of the two thousand, the Ravens did it for a long the time. The Bears, um, Steelers teams, I guess before Roethlisberger got there, yeah. right or right, right win. Hey man, go with it. Pay, uh, pay Miller that quarterback money. Fuck it. Yeah. Let the man live. So, uh, basketball, Mike Conley got a big contract from yeah. the Grizz. I woke up to a text this morning at like 6 from a friend of mine up in North Mississippi, just not happy about that at all. Really? Yeah. Forget what he was saying. He was just not happy with it. I mean, he's here's my thing about Conley. He's never been an all-star. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a decent point guard, but, yeah. I mean... I mean, he got, like, stupid money. He's hurt a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, who is Memphis going to go out and get? 
We got the salary cap. I mean, oh yeah, he's exciting to watch. I guess. So I mean, yeah. you know, keep butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're Memphis, you're not going to win a championship. The fans up there like him, and Memphis had his oppor- or their opportunity to do it, but that owner just does not care at all about winning a championship. I mean, he said that like five or six years yeah. ago. He's like, I don't care. I just own this team, and I'm trying to, like you said, get butts in the seats, just like yeah. entertain people. You know. The uh, fans hated hearing that, but at the same time, I was like, really, what, 26 owners could say the exact same thing, and they wouldn't be wrong. The Timberwolves are trying to win a championship? Right. No, they're just trying to floor the best team that they can to keep people coming to games. And then one day, somebody will come get all their players, and hopefully they get some good trades for them. That's pretty much it. They're a farm team. Right. And especially the way the NBA is going. I mean, it's going to these super teams, you know. It's going to become fantasy basketball here soon. Right. Where your only hope of, of winning a championship in Minnesota is all the players getting together in the summer and thinking it would be cute to go up to Minnesota and win a championship. Right. You know? That would be fun. Uh, so we moved on to uh, By Any Means. Uh, remix featuring Truth Universal. Who else? My KP text. Soul. He's okay. on the hook. Yeah, my... Uh, Text ran out there. Shout out for using the word diaspora in a rap. <laughs> I always like that. There's truth. A free black mind. That's a concealed weapon. Free political prisoners. Always solid. For the popularity and all the arts events. I got these visiting prison call inspired rhymes. Hello from the other side. I must have called a thousand times. Not even surprised when I heard that they shot a cop the neighbor. Shout out to Adele. To white like the king of pop. Deliberate attempts to whiten up your might fine. Trying to interrupt the school to imprisonment pipeline. All the above I rally with like minds. Hodge Malik with the car beam, fingers parsing the white blinds. Semi-automatics equipped with the laser beams. Defense for the state-sponsored police. Killing machine directors cut. Complete with deleted scenes. Don't be to Ray from New Orleans. My smoothie is gone. Mine is too. The great thing about a smoothie of this size, always do a 32 ounce, because I don't have to eat the rest of the day until like right. dinner. Yeah. It's so filling. I got some leftover chicken pot pie in the fridge. I might have to eat at some point. Sweet. It's calling me. It's calling It's like the Blink Face Tour, uh, Schoolboy Q, and Joey Badass 
We were just talking last week. Who would he tour with? Yeah. That's really that's, good. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's one we didn't think of. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. It's like New Daisy Theater, September 24th. That's in Memphis. One of my all-time favorite uh, venues. Did say when tickets go on sale? It did. Um, hold on. Ooh, the 24th is a Saturday. Is it? Yo. Heck yeah. Tickets Let's on do it. sale July 22nd at noon. Tomorrow at noon. Yeah. No, Friday at Friday noon. Friday at noon. The same day that Marcel P. Black's album drops. There we go. Fortuitous. I will be ordering tickets to that. Yeah, let's uh, get on that. Yeah. Anybody else want to meet us up there? Uh, let's go. Get your own damn tickets. That's a good time to uh, remind you guys that you can... Uh, Donate money to us on Satchel yeah, right here. We need forty-eight dollars probably for both of us to go. Somebody can make that happen. Yeah, I think you can do that. We believe in you. If you guys get it all together, put in all your money at once. We'll buy you guys a beer. Maybe. If we have any extra of your money left over after <laughs> we buy tickets. Uh, all right, so this is the title track, "Cry Freedom," yeah. featuring KP Soul again. Final track of the album. Uh, as we said before, um, as we've said throughout, this is a fantastic album. I agree really with is. you. I think it's uh, there's a cohesiveness to it. Yeah. Um, that's I'm not gonna say that's not there all the time, but it definitely it's more feels a little bit more put together, yeah. Yeah. a little yeah. more thoughtful. Um, and it's always good. Check the you know have the link to the Bandcamp page up. Go back and listen. Uh, He's uh, always on point, always on topic, for sure. Um, so check that out for sure. And then, of course, July 30th at Offbeat. Um, we got uh, Vicious, we got Savvy, and one of Marcel's label mates, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Do you remember? Oh, Jabba? Yeah, yeah. Or Jabba. Uh, I apologize for that. So yeah, it'll be a good show that starts at 9 $5 at the door. Um so, yeah, we'll talk more about that next week as well. But, yeah, you'll be hearing this Friday morning at the earliest. So uh, go and buy the new album wherever you buy albums from these days. I was never sure how to pronounce it, Nate. his name. Jobby? Jobbe? Jobby? I'm going to ask him. Oh, yeah, at the show. Actually, I won't have to ask him. Somebody will obviously tell me before then. Showing the South Korean Pro League All Star Game, yeah. and they held a bunting contest. Like a, instead of a home run contest, they had a bunting contest. Of course, that's good stuff. Rewarding mediocrity, right? No, bunting is a Bunnies, very yeah, it's, it's a, a very uh, manufacturing runs. Absolutely, very National League of them. Yeah. Won't. 
I love this because from the beginning I contested that Durant goes to Golden State just to get the curse lifted. Just to get the curse lifted. He must have yeah. been having a, like, a pretty bad effect on his life. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I gotta get this fucking curse, I gotta man. get this, this curse above me, man. <laughs> Will be the base god is, uh... Oh, and shout out to Marcel again. He's a big Oklahoma City fan. I haven't spoken to him about uh, the most recent happenings. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear about it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll hear about it. We tend to talk a lot of sports. All right, so that's the end of Cry Freedom. We're just wrapping up now. Please check it out in the show. Uh, We'll talk more about that. You'll see all the links um, in uh, uh, in the description as usual. All right, so as we mentioned at the outset, I think it's July 30th, right, is the 20th anniversary. 29th to the 30th. 29th through 30th, so next weekend, 20th anniversary of Riding Dirty, classic album by UGK. Rest in peace, pimp. So we each picked a song to play, and this is the opening track on the album. This is my song. One Day. I picked this one. Um, yeah, this is one I definitely, I had a few, I was like, let you pick first. And then I was like, I'll uh, pick another one, which I'm sure we both could have done. Oh, yeah. I love this song and I play it. I play this one quite frequently because when someone close to me dies, yeah. um, I always play this, especially if I'm with a group of people that never heard it before, you know? Yeah. This song is just intense. This is a three, two. Mr. 32. Mr. 32. One time failure to rap a lot. But I live Think how like Scarface had a big falling out point. Bury me in horn clock next to the come and go. Cause tomorrow ain't promised to me. The only thing was Mr. Three Two, the wicked Buddha baby. So the wicked Buddha baby. But he was part of uh, what was that group that he was in? Uh, um, with uh, Big Mike, the convicts. That's yeah. where he was from. There's some stuff about them in the uh, MC book that's yeah. really, uh, really interesting. Check out that Pimp C book. Yeah, I still got to read that. It's a... Do you have the digital copy or do you have... Yeah, I got it digitally. It's a hell of a book. Yeah. It took a long time to read. I think on the iPad version, it was like 1,500 pages or something, you know, which isn't a good indication, but it's a big book. Yeah. This world we living in, man, it ain't nothing but drama. Everyone on our home. You're in New York, niggas getting shot for bombers. Now they got your life Crazy to think where uh, Southern like rap California. would be without UGK. Yeah, rap in general, but yeah. especially no doubt. in the Southern they region, you know. So, they were just, you know, they're from the beginning. Yeah. Before we got uh, and Ghetto Boys. It's interesting because, you know, what Bun B basically, um, well, actually Pimp C the most, they were just like everyone else listening to New York rap. Yeah. And he did what everybody else did, recorded songs on the boombox, made lists of stuff that he liked, and then said, hey, I could write some raps. And to hear him tell it, they didn't, you know, they weren't setting out to make Southern rap, right? Because, you know, it didn't even exist at the time. But they it, it quickly went from we're rapping we're putting stuff out but the new york guys would fuck with them the way that yeah. they were fucking with the new york guys yeah. so uh 
I mean, you're exactly right because that happens. That puts the so much of the southern rap style as the chip on the shoulder, you know, because oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they perfected that shit, you know. Oh, yeah. And then of course, as they grew older, Bundy, um, he's one of the most respected people. I mean, people respect him the same way they respect like most Def or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? So really interesting trajectory. But without that chip on their shoulder, southern rap would have never been was. And West Coast had that chip on their shoulder too. Yeah, in New York, you know. Yeah. But I think that, I mean, that was what it's about. I mean, that was how Suave House and, um, and Rap Lot, you know, realized, like, look, we don't need these guys. And they don't need the, uh, they don't need the distribution channels. Well, I mean, Texas is bigger than a hundred New York. Yeah. So, and what ended up bringing down, like, Suave House and Rap Lot initially was, they put together this mom and pop distribution network. Yeah. They said, "Look, we don't need the radio. We don't need Sam Goody. We can sell stores, but Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Mississippi, yeah. Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, Georgia. It's like yeah. we just sell there. We're, we're all good. good. Yeah. And then those, then when it blew up, like in the late '90s, um, the distribution couldn't keep up with it anymore. You so, know. And yeah. then what was interesting instead then of Southern to- Rap dying, Southern Rap just in, infused." Everything else, you know, which is really interesting. Really cool. And again, thinking to talk about the history of hip hop, a lot of that gets glossed over, man. Like a lot of the academics. Well, I mean, it was so bad. Shout out to Charlie Braxton for writing about that stuff. Pimp C had such a chip on his shoulder. He didn't want to do the song with Jay Z. I know. You know, well, he hated the beat too. They had to convince him. He he wouldn't even shoot the video. I think it came down to a couple free meat coats, was why it was what the book said. Well, he wouldn't even shoot the video. Yeah. That like he, so he had to go shoot the video somewhere else. Yeah. Um, he was so angry at that time <laughs> in his life, for sure. And if you if you ever find uh, yourself with a spare couple hours to spend, go to YouTube and type in Pimp C Interview. And just watch just the watch. man talk. Oh, yeah. He was so... He, I, for one thing, he understood. Like, he understood the way the game is and everything. Uh-huh. He mixed... He, he didn't. He didn't bite his tongue for nobody. No, no. Not for Bun. That's what I say. Not, not for anybody. Um, other than his mama. That was about yeah. it. Yeah. And um. And what's really cool I find about UGK, one of the biggest points is um. You know, when Pimp went to jail, Bun stopped recording. Oh, yeah. So instead of being Bun B, you know, mm-hmm. he just kept the UGK moniker rocking yeah. and, and still rode for Pimp. So and when Pimp came out, it's like he had all this stuff set up. And it was just like, yeah. you know, he never left him. He never, oh no, you know. I thought that was always pretty yeah, a little bit difficult time reconnecting with the fan base yeah. after all that too. Um, but yeah, really interesting story. Uh, you can, you know, the book I think compiles it all in one place, which is cool. But you know, looking at Pimp C interviews, especially if you can watch them chronologically, yeah, and just kind of see the trajectory. Because you know, the other part of this, of course, is the drugs. Yeah. Like he had serious problems with many things. Um, so yeah, so this is a uh, pinky ring. Uh, this is a selection I made. We really could have played the whole album, and we kind of intended to, but we decided to do the Marcel album. Um, every song on this album is a shit. Yeah, this album is yeah, it's flawless. Yeah, yeah. You ever question Southern lyricism? 
this is an album to look at to uh, switch up that question. Hilarious to me, but okay. Yeah. A lot of people did. Uh, you know, it was it was divisive for a while there. Um, oh yeah. You know, especially in the mid late '90s when there was so much emphasis on this is real hip hop. This is and this oh, is yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and the South became the punching bag a lot for yeah. that. And I think coincidentally it was Outkast that made a bunch of like New York people be like, oh, so these guys yeah. can rap, or yeah. even more people, and then go back and hear this stuff. But, yeah. Um, a lot of people just dismissed it immediately, the same way they dismiss anything from the yeah. South, you know. So yeah, we uh, we could have talked a lot about this. Lost that over? Oh yeah, definitely. Do they not understand? Like you could tell watching that team, they didn't like. Yeah, they didn't like playing. You could tell in interviews, sure. they didn't like each other. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. look at the way they interact. Oh yeah. I mean, Durant wants to win. Westbrook wants to be the man. Yeah, and if they did get along and play well, then uh, they probably have a couple rings by now. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's another uh, thing with coaching on that team. I like Billy Donovan and all, but he wasn't the guy that was going to make those two. No. Yeah. I mean, stars and good coaches are so hard to come by, which, again, makes total sense. Uh, I'd say Kerr is one of the top, what, three or four coaches in the league right now, the way he gets those players to play. I'd go play for him. But, yeah, I don't – I will be interested to see how much – Luke Walton went to that team as a coach. I know. When I he leaves. So, yeah. Um, because. Shit, he let him on that streak last year. Well, and he's out, like, you know. I mean, he's young enough to connect to all those players. So that's a big deal with that generation. Four years removed from the league yeah. or something like that. That's a big deal for players in that age, yeah. that age bracket, you know. I mean, that being able to connect. Yeah. All right. So, again, shout out to UGK. Uh, and. Uh, an episode today where we've done mainly rappers from the South. Yeah. Shout out to the granddaddies of it all there, UGK. UGK. All right, so to finish this off, this is um, from Savvy, uh, another friend of the podcast. Uh, this song is called BLM. Uh, just a one-off that he's released, right? Is it, yeah. yeah. And he changed the uh, acronym to Beyond Logical Methods. Beyond Logical Methods. I couldn't remember what the L Well, BLM for. is what they call the tracks. So yeah. But, yeah. But Beyond Logical Methods is what it says on the little cover thing. Okay, I speak from the heart. Feel it in my music. I was going to keep silent, but this 
Savvy's having a good year too. Savvy's having a real good year. Shout out to Twa. But, uh, you know, this week, like most weeks, but especially this week, we encourage you to check out the links on the description. Yeah. Um, very important stuff. Uh, Marcel P. Black, of course, Cry Freedom, and uh, Savvy, what he's done just with this song and all year in general. Um, you know, we live in a time where music can be very important. Music's always very important, but... These are hitting. These things seem to keep, keep hitting. Keep, seem to keep hitting uh, communities where there yeah. is a strong musical presence, yeah. you know. And um, well, it's music really cool to see the music, or the musicians respond. Absolutely. Well, music is always. Um, it has always helped in the the process. Yeah. Always. Whenever anything crazy happens, man. And I, you know, it sounds, you know, whatever. But I listen to Stevie's Love is the Need to Love today. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mine's I have a playlist. Been, uh, Heaven is Ten Zillion Light yeah. Years Away. That's been my go-to the past few I weeks. Have, um, I have a playlist of songs like that that I really like. Because that stuff can weigh you down, man. Yeah, man. Um, I don't pay attention on Facebook hardly anymore. I'm on there, like, very rarely. Um but yeah, it can get you down. I mean, it can it can weigh you down. And by by all means, I mean, pay attention to what's going on because there's a lot of crazy things going on right now. Um, yeah. That uh, you know, we're in a we're in a very we're almost at, we're at, we're at a crossroads, and, and uh, pretty soon we we as a people are going to have to decide uh, decide which road we're going to go down, and yep. there's going to be some hard decisions, some really hard decisions for a lot of people. Um, There's going to be a lot of things that decisions are going to be made for us, too, Yeah, which is scary to think about. Absolutely. Yeah, um, so it's really cool to see artists responding in kind. Um, So, yeah, again, check out the links, and, of course, check us out everywhere. We mentioned it earlier, either Comp Beatdown or Twitter, Comprehensive Beatdown, pretty much everywhere else. And uh, check out the satchelplayer.com yeah. if you haven't yet. That's really cool. And be on the lookout. We'll do a little uh, midweek um, release of the Founder First Thursdays podcast where we talked to some local artists and stuff last Sweet. week. So, yeah, we got that coming up. Uh, but this has been episode 63. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Uh, you'll be hearing this on Friday morning. Go purchase Marcel P. Black's album. Support all the artists. MarcelPBlack.bandcamp.com. Um, yeah, and that link is in there. And he's got a website. He's all over social media, so give him a follow. Uh, Savvy as well. Check out Savvy. Do it. And listen to Riding Dirty. Um, I think a lot of our listeners are pretty familiar with that album, but if you're not, give it a shot. It holds up. It holds up really well, oh, yeah. especially for Absolutely. an early 90s Southern yeah. album, you know. Um all right, so I think that's what we got this week. You got anything else to add there? Uh, no, that's it. All right, cool. Uh, after a long one last week, we came in a little under time this Sweet. time, so that's good. <laughs> um, all right, so until next time, I'm Silent G. And I'm Blogabunia. Peace. Peace.